travel is to challenge yourself, expand your worldly perspective, and build lasting relationships with those you meet. We're Patchwork Canteen, and this is the Firebit Sessions. As a nomad, moving from place to place offers new opportunities for adventure. Whether you're exploring the inner cities of America or scaling a massive column in the desert, get out there and create your own experiences today. Easier said than done, negative influences can and will alter our plans of success unless we can overcome them. Stay tuned as we discuss our trip to Lincoln, Nebraska and the challenges we were unfortunately faced with along the way. A quaint downtown Lincoln, Nebraska has paved sidewalks lined with shimmering green trees. Birds whistle and beautiful melody from the branches and a soft breeze whisk away the summer perspiration on our foreheads. Small hometown shops line the streets and the smell of freshly smoked barbecue beckons us in the distance. Art sculptures of serving hands litter the common areas, introducing a unique explosion of color to the city. As the capital of Nebraska, Lincoln really is a slice of American pie. As the sun began to set against a cotton candy sky, a new Lincoln emerged. Walking along the same sidewalks as before, I began to notice slight faults in the concrete. Small cracks and weeds emerged and threatened to entangle unexpected pedestrians. The breeze had disappeared and the air thickened as cigarette smoke replaced the scent of barbecue. The bird melodies silenced completely as loud music emerged from the nearby pubs. Three shadows tailed us in the distance and a feeling of helplessness overcame me as vulgar words spewed from their bottomless throats. The wolves cackled at our lack of response and continued their filthy degrading obsessiveness with Madeline. I was outnumbered and I knew it was unsafe to confront the wicked group hiding in the darkness behind us. My fist clenched and my jaw tightened, but it was out of my control. Sickened, I spit the bitter taste in my mouth onto the cold concrete and we retreated into the nearest public area. Appalled by the cowards behind us, they chose to linger in the shadows of the night instead of revealing their true identity. What had been an adorable, almost quaint city had somehow turned into a cesspool of the confidently arrogant. Strangers brushed by, irritated and rushed. Everyone seemed to be glaring as they hurried on their way often stepping uncomfortably close. The leering men that had shortly tailed us had now dropped off to target new victims with their disgusting slurs. With a horrible start to what was supposed to be a fun night out with friends, I was left with a shuddering feeling in the pit of my stomach. I hate to let the ridiculous nature of some people affect me, so I tried to shake it off and enjoy the company of friends at a cool cigar lounge downtown. I had just selected my cherry cigar and I was headed to find our friends. In the dim, smoky light of the lounge area, it was hard to make out the faces, and I stood slightly hesitant as I scanned the room. No quicker than I could blink, a fellow was walking towards me in a drunken haze. After my experience on the street, I wasn't very receptive to random conversation, yet he repeatedly moved around me trying to grab my attention. When I tried to pleasantly excuse myself, I caught the faint snarl of what I'm glad was mostly undecipherable a second unpleasant encounter with the men of Lincoln, Nebraska. In all my life of experiencing negative attention, never had it been as confrontational and direct as it had been that night. I made my way to the exit to find a seat on the patio and escape the hectic interactions inside. 
In my confused state, I was completely off guard as a gentleman swooped into my line of sight. By that, I mean approximately six inches from my face. I could feel this guy in my personal space radiating the kind of vibes that made my throat itch. I turned my face quickly and gave him a disbelieving stare as I literally swung myself trying to avoid him. But he had already had enough time to call me a cutie and ask me where I was headed. The funniest part of all is that as soon as Caleb walked up behind me, this fellow had the audacity to straighten his shoulders and try making friendly conversation with him. I even heard him say, in a much less loaded statement, your girlfriend is a cutie, while he gave him one of those bro handshakes. When I saw his hand touch Caleb's shoulder, it took everything in me not to scream. Praying on a lone woman with zero reverence, but showing respect for his fellow male. Now please understand, I know that social settings are meant for interacting and meeting new people, but what they aren't for is commenting on a person's body or invading their space when there's obvious discomfort. These people didn't know me, yet they threw out derogatory compliments as if I should say thank you. The entire night, I was tense and on guard, rightfully so, as the rude strangers of downtown Lincoln continued on with their foolery. Bulls or not, invading someone's personal space is not acceptable. A good rule of thumb is to read a person's body language and facial expressions before entering a conversation with them. When the opportunity for conversation arises, use common manners and know when to walk away. Experiences like ours in Lincoln happen every day and it's up to us to implement a change. We all want to travel safely, but even more so, women want to travel safely. And that's something to think about. Thank you.